Hi guys and welcome back to the Weekly Live podcast. I am Lucy Evans and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you live a healthier and happier life physically as well as mentally in a way that is realistic and most of all sustainable long term. It is my mission to humanise the female fitness industry and I love that you are here with me on this journey. Hey guys, happy new year. Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lift podcast. It is my first one of 2023. Um, I didn't do one last week and genuinely missed recording it, Um, but I have seen that you guys have been listening to all my other episodes, so hopefully you haven't missed me too much. Now, I said in the last podcast that I was getting a bit of a scratchy throat and lo and behold, December 24th, it turned into a fully-fledged cold. So I was ill over Christmas, which is a bit rubbish, but I powered through. I wasn't going to let it get me down, and I definitely wasn't going to be staying in bed for Christmas. So I carried on. But I have to admit, it's still hanging around. And I know a lot of us have been ill during this time. Like, I couldn't get Lemsip because it had sold out everywhere. And then I saw on the news that there was a Lemsip shortage because of how many people were ill. Um... So I'm hoping my voice holds out. When I did the client live on Monday, it started to get a little bit croaky. Um, Anyway, it's a new year. I've reflected on my goals this week. I have to admit, I wasn't really feeling very goal-setty. I don't, that's not a word, but I wasn't really feeling in the mood to set goals towards the end of the year. I just didn't have that normal New Year's buzz that I have normally. Um, So I actually waited a little bit before I did them, and I actually only did them on... I think it was around the 2nd of January. Um, And anyway, what I actually saw was I got out my goals from 2022 and I realised that under the work and business heading, I put to start a podcast. And I actually put a question mark next to it, which to me suggests that I didn't know if it was going to happen and it was something that maybe would happen. So I'm actually super proud that I'm heading into 2023 with over 20 episodes Um, And genuinely, like a year ago, this would have been completely out of my comfort zone. And now I just record them like I'm having a phone call with a friend, which is mad. Um, So thank you, thank you, thank you, if you have listened to this podcast um, and supported it in any way. Um, You truly have helped me hit a goal this year, and I was so proud to be able to tick that off. Anyway, this got me thinking that... (sighs) If you think of life as like three circles, um, a small one for your comfort zone, um, a slightly bigger one for something I like to call your stretch zone, and then an even bigger circle, which I call a burnout zone. And to be successful and to grow, like you genuinely always need to be sitting in that stretch zone. So a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but not to the point that it is completely unrealistic and uncomfortable. And I truly feel like with my business, I did that this year. Like I sat in my stretch zone for a lot of the time. And as a result, my stretch zone has now become my comfort zone. And now I need to figure out what the new stretch zone looks like. And so many people this time of year, obviously set new goals, maybe around your health and your fitness. And instead of going from the comfort zone to the stretch zone, they actually just enter straight into the burnout zone. Um, 
which is quite frankly why a lot of New Year's resolutions fail. So I thought I would talk today about the top reasons as to why you might keep failing on a diet or why you find it so hard to stick to and such a chore. Um, So if you've got a fitness or um, diet goal um, for a New Year's resolution, Um, Or maybe if you're even just starting today, you can reflect on your goals and maybe go away and adapt them to ensure that you're not sitting in that burnout zone and you're actually just sitting slightly outside of your comfort zone because doing that will be a surefire way to ensure that you can nail this goal in 2023. So you know by now guys that I am all about realism is the whole reason I started coaching in the first place is because I wanted to show women like me that you didn't have to lose fat in a way that is unrealistic. And this genuinely is the biggest reason as to why people can't stick to their um, New Year's resolutions when it comes to losing weight. And it's because what they set for themselves is just so unrealistic to their lives. They go hard too soon um, and they think that they need to be doing it all in order to get to where they want to get to. But actually, sometimes less is more. Um, And a really good example of this is when people will go from like doing no workouts to suddenly doing five workouts. Or sometimes I will genuinely have people put in their initial consultation forms that they're willing to work out every day. That is never going to be a client of mine. Um, because I truly believe that for it to fit in your life, it has to be as realistic as possible. Some people might go from barely moving to try and hit the magic 10,000 steps. You might go from overindulging over Christmas to suddenly putting yourself on extremely low calories or cutting out all the foods that you enjoy and love. Um, I've even had some people go from not running at all to wanting to run every day. I think there's like this January challenge where it's like run every day in January, Um, which by the way, if you don't run is a really silly idea. Um, None of these things are sustainable. And that is why you find it hard to stick to it is because eventually it will feel like a chore because you've gone from doing nothing to doing everything. Um, It will feel so uncomfortable that the minute something um, like a hurdle comes up in your week, which it will, it's not a case of if, it's a case of when, um, the minute a hurdle comes up in the week, you give up because what you have set yourself is too overwhelming to fit into everyday life. So when you're setting your fitness and exercise goals this week, guys, like you almost need to make it so realistic that it's impossible to fail. So For example, um, I was having a conversation with a client that's starting on Monday and we agreed that she was going to start with three workouts a week and she was like, oh, I probably could do a bit more than that. But at the moment, she isn't currently doing anything. So we decided to go with three because three makes it feel like it's a doable task. She can get to the gym three times a week. She can make half an hour of her time out of her schedule to go and get that done. Whereas if she went from nothing to five, suddenly she's got to find five times in that week where she can go when she's used to not doing anything. So it's better to set it so realistic so that you feel good about ticking it off. And then from there, you can add to it. It's better than setting yourself up to fail and then feeling rubbish because it's not achievable and then you end up giving up because you can't do it. 
The second reason that diets tend to fail or New Year's resolutions fail is because they're actually too restrictive. And this is in particular um, if you are somebody who struggles with nutrition. So um, a really common example of this is when people under eat in the week and they say that they don't eat much, but actually um, at the weekends that let them down and they actually undo all their hard work in the week by overindulging at the weekends. But you know, one of the biggest reasons people overindulge or go over their calories or eat too much is because they're actually restricting throughout too much on the other days throughout the week so you get to the weekend and you're like oh this weekend isn't enjoyable sticking to 1200 calories so do you know what I'm just gonna eat everything because I'm sick of sticking to this diet where I can't hardly eat anything the second thing I often see people do at the weekends is say no to social events in the fear that it's going to derail you now don't get me wrong I think on the flip side to this when you have first started out on something it is good to get time behind you so like a good example of this is when I started with a coach I actually gave up drinking for a couple of weeks and not because I felt like I wasn't going to get results otherwise but I just needed to get my head in the game and have a clear break and then from there I slowly introduced alcohol back into my diet occasionally um so I'm not saying like you have to go not go out when you you know if you want to see results but it is sometimes beneficial to get some time behind you that being said like you can't continue to say no to social events or to live a life that isn't uh what your normal routine is so because if you say no to going out for dinner or if you stay in when your friends go out for drinks in the fear that it it will derail you, you will never learn how to incorporate these things into your life and then you will fail every time. Um, So make sure that you are actually learning and putting yourself in uncomfortable positions where you can incorporate these things into your healthy lifestyle without it pushing you off track. And then the last thing is excluding certain food groups from your diet. Um, Again, another surefire way to make Um, dieting miserable and restrictive Um, you don't have to cut carbs to lose weight you don't have to reduce sugar you don't have to not drink alcohol Um, you can see results from including absolutely everything in your diet and whilst it's important you get a nutritional balance a lot of people think it's certain foods that makes them put on weight it's not the certain foods It's how much you eat of them and the calorie intake of them. And you know what? It makes me so sad when I see people living off shakes or eating bananas for the whole day or skipping breakfast and only eating within a four hour window of the day. It doesn't have to be like that and it doesn't have to be that miserable. You can eat all normal foods and lose weight. And I know that people don't believe me when I say that. Like some people genuinely look at me like you don't know what you're talking about. But as I said, guys, it's calories in versus calories out. Like applying that to your life is a different story. But the basics of weight loss is the amount of calories you eat. So if you're putting on weight, you're eating too many calories in comparison to what you burn. The third reason that you may fail on your journey regularly is because you don't have the support or the accountability. So 
we all have that one friend that doesn't ever ask us about our fitness goals or doesn't ever congratulate us if we've lost weight. You might even have several people like that in your life. You might have a partner that encourages you to eat unhealthy or, um, you know, tempts you with a takeaway every Friday night when he knows that you're trying to um, lose fat. So it is really important that if you are going to succeed, you either surround yourself with like-minded people who are on the same or similar journeys, um, or you get the accountability to somebody other than yourself. Um, so that might be that you get um, you join a group, um, and I'm not talking about a diet club before any of you go off and join Slimming World. Um, I'm talking about like a running club, for example. So you have friends that are going to spur you on, um, or there's so many free like calorie counting groups if you're going to um, start to calorie count. Um, or you might tell a friend that you're doing it and ask a friend to check in on you that you're doing what you need to do. Another thing that people really struggle with when they it comes to accountability is only having themselves to answer to. So if they don't do it, they no one else knows other than them. So that's where a coach comes in because a lot of people think they need like the calorie target or the training program from a coach to be successful. But do you know what most people say after a month of being with me is it benefits so much just from knowing you're there and knowing you can see what I'm doing and knowing I have to report back to you if I haven't done it. Which is why I always say that check-ins are the most important part of coaching. Because if you don't check in, you're basically just being accountable to yourself. Um, And the check-ins are a real opportunity to share your wins and share your struggles and reset and refocus for the week ahead. And that is the ultimate accountability. Having support and accountability from someone else like a coach or a friend or other people is also going to be that voice of reason for you when you get in your own head. We all get in our own heads from time to time. I'm like, I'm guilty of it myself. Um, It might be that you get on the scales and they've gone up and even though you know it's water retention, you can't help but still feel disheartened. Um, Or it might be that you feel like you're not progressing quick enough and actually there's someone there just to remind you that, oh, do you know what, you've actually only been doing this four weeks or do you know what, you actually had an off week last week so you need to get that consistency back. Someone to give you um, some compassion but also a bit of tough love when you need it really can be invaluable and the difference between you sticking to it and not sticking to it on a tough week And that's why, again, I say that the check-ins you don't want to do are actually the ones that you need the most. Because if you don't do it, you're more likely going to give in and give up. Whereas actually having a coach or a friend to check in with, they might just say something that spurs you on again or reminds you that actually you're not doing so bad. So having that person there in your corner um, is going to be invaluable. The fourth thing is, is your impatience. Um, If you are impatient and you expect too much too soon, then you will be disappointed. When it comes to a realistic long-term lifestyle change, physical and mental changes are going to take time. And it's not going to be a case of if something bad happens, it's going to be a case of when. Like there will be days that it doesn't go to plan or you will go over your calories or you miss a workout because we're all human. 
Um, but if you give up because you are impatient with how slow that it's going, you are never going to get there. And my favorite saying is don't give up on something because the time will pass anyway. And it's so true. Like if you give up, actually what you're doing is slowing yourself down even more. So you may as well keep going because forwards is forwards no matter how slow. And like I said, true fat loss, it takes time. Um, Sometimes people will ask me like, oh, how long until I see physical results? Because, you know, from my transformation photos, I can't see anything. Honestly, like the photos that I post on my Instagram, they are amazing. Go check them out. Lift by Lucy Victoria. Um, They are from six to 12 months onwards. Um, And the reason I I will occasionally post ones like within a 12 week period, sometimes maybe even an eight week, but you won't see anything drastic in that time because this isn't a drastic weight loss program. Um, And if you want to do it realistically and you want to keep it off long term, then the changes are gonna be slow and you almost have to get comfortable with that. Um, You have to look for progress in other areas and it has to become more than that physical progress for you in order to succeed. Because I guarantee you, if you look for them, there will always be something you can celebrate from your week. It might be that you got up and did the workout when you'd had a bad night's sleep. It might be that you stuck to your planned meal, even though you went for a take, like normally would go for a takeaway. As long as you're progressing and as long as you have moved in the right direction in some way, shape or form this week, you are making progress. So don't give up because the results aren't going quick enough for you. Like you will get there and the journey is part of it. The next thing is, is that you give in to an all or nothing mindset too soon. So the minute something goes wrong, you convince yourself you have ruined it all. But actually no weight loss journey or no health and fitness journey is ever linear I have always had moments or peaks and troughs throughout my time where I've been feeling it and maybe where I haven't been feeling it and maybe I won't go to as many workouts one week and then next week I might go to a few more but the difference is is that over time I'm consistent whereas if you give up just for the whole week because you've missed a workout then you will find it so much harder to get back on track. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It's just about being consistent. So 80, 90% consistent most of the time. And you know, if you see someone that's missed a workout and you're like, how can they get results even though they miss workouts? It's probably because they've been more consistent than you. Um, And food is a really good opportunity, like a really good example of this. Um, so sometimes we might crave chocolate and you have some chocolate and you class that as ruining your diet. So you're like, oh, I've had chocolate now, so I may as well eat the whole bar. No, not the case. Because actually, you know, when you're craving chocolate and you actually allow yourself some chocolate, you satisfy the craving and you can move on. Whereas if you try and push through and not eat in the chocolate, you may actually find later on down the line, it leads to binging on chocolate. So actually, like sometimes when you think you've ruined it, try and flip your mindset to realize what would have happened if you 
decided to be restrictive in that moment or you didn't have that chocolate when you really wanted it and it actually will help kind of remind you that it doesn't have to be all or nothing to see results the next thing is that you fail to plan and you try and focus on too many things at once so how many of you have gone into the new year with a hundred million goals to focus on and feeling a little bit overwhelmed that you don't know which one to do first or you feel like you're trying to achieve them all first and as a result none of them are going well and I actually did an amazing goal setting live with my clients on Monday um, and because the feedback was so good I decided to open it up to everybody on my Instagram so if you do want a copy of that um, DM me the word goal setting and I will send it over to you um, because what that hour really allowed me us to do um, is to put our goals into an order have a focus and really nail down what we wanted to prioritize and when we wanted to do it by. So it doesn't mean you won't achieve all your goals, but it just means that you're not going to focus on them all at once. And it's the same with your fitness journey. Like if you fail to plan out what your week is going to look like or uh, how you're going to approach it, then you will fail. If something is new to you, it won't happen by accident. Um, so you you know, sitting down, planning out your week, seeing when you're going to fit your workouts in, seeing when you're going to do a food shop, when you're going to have your meal times. I was speaking to a lady this week who says she really struggles to, with convenience eating and she'll tend to just reach for like a bag of crisps um, if she's having a busy day at work. And we established it's because she doesn't actually plan in the time to eat into her work day. So she very much goes into the day reactive um, and actually, if you're ever going to succeed on your fitness journey, you need to learn how to be proactive about your week so that when something does come up like a hurdle or that doesn't go to plan, you can move things around or you know when you're going to get the rest of it in because you've planned out your week. And then the last thing, and I think this is probably the most important thing. You can forget the calorie target, you can forget the training program, you can forget the perfect workout split. If you don't believe or you don't start changing your narrative or trying to change your narrative, you will never succeed. So you need to start telling yourself a different story if you truly want to change something in your life. So if you're someone that says, I give up after two days, and you give up after two days, well, you've told yourself you're going to give up after two days, so you've basically ordered it. Now, don't get me wrong, you're not going to suddenly go from, I give up after two days, to, oh, I can, I can do this, and I am going to stick to this every day. It just doesn't work like that. But you can choose your thoughts again. So every time you find yourself giving yourself negative self-talk, um, or every time you find yourself feeling like you are going to give up because that's what always happens. I want you to choose that thought again. So you might say, I always give up after two days, but this time I'm going to aim for free. Or you might say, I always give up after two days, but this time I have the support from a coach, so I'm not going to do that. Or I always give up for two, after two days, but this time my plan is a little bit more realistic, which makes it easier to stick to. And you know what you'll do eventually is you'll rewire your thoughts and your brain to start thinking differently about that situation.
So if you try anything this week, try the choose again method because genuinely is a game changer and it will always help catch any negative thoughts that you feel coming um, before they can actually take hold. So I hope you found that helpful and if you are somebody that regularly starts and fails and starts and fails or doesn't really feel like you get anywhere with your journey, then have a think about these points, have a think about what resonated with you the most and put it into action today. And equally, if you do want that extra support, then I'm going to leave the link to my coaching in the show notes. Um, Have a click, um, see what it's all about and um, pop me a message if you're interested in joining us. Um, There is an amazing community of women, um, so you can surround yourself with like-minded people. You have the support from me to be that voice of reason. And most of all, I will make sure it is the most realistic plan for you as a person Um, and therefore you will never have to diet come January again. I hope you all have a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. Don't forget to let me know what you think of this podcast. Rate it if you haven't already. Share it on your Instagram stories and tag me because I love to see. Um, And if not, just send it on to somebody that you think might find it useful. I'll speak to you all soon. Bye.